And we have got Jeremy Allenbaugh. He is the managing director of Chattanooga FC on the line with us. And Jeremy, appreciate your time this afternoon. Hope you're doing well. Uh, we'll talk about the game here coming up in just a second. But uh, how are, how are things going for you guys? Yeah, things are going great. I mean, it's uh, been a long a long tournament, and uh, today's the longest day. But uh, you know, CFC earned themselves a little bit of a rest. So we're just got our feet kicked up on the desk here today, enjoying enjoying the uh, the tournament, and looking forward to Sunday. I would imagine there's been a lot of smiles walking around the CFC office. I mean, with the way you guys played, uh, like you mentioned, there is an opportunity to see soccer today uh, with four games going on. It started at 11 a.m. There was one at two. Uh, both games have been. Um, uh, draws, scoreless draws. Yeah, Michigan uh, Stars versus Los Angeles Force at 5 p.m. and then San Diego, Detroit City at 8 o'clock. So you can buy tickets at ChattanoogaFC.com. But exciting time and just kind of talk about the um, the last victory. I mean, offense is in soccer. Offense is offense, and you you team that with a goalkeeper that's red hot. I think that's what y'all got going on at this point. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, the guys are buzzing. We're you know, we're finding goals and we're finding them, you know, in different ways. You know, Ian McGrath scores a, a great first goal last week. And um, just the way, similar to the game against L.A., you know, before that we talked about last week, is the goal was just such a spectacular goal. It was just a kick uh, a kick to the gut, I think, for the other team. So, and then we, you know, kind of steadied ourselves and then find another good goal from Ian. And then a young kid that we just signed the week before, a rookie, uh, Brett Jones, you know, put the icing on the cake. Uh, for the third one so we're, we're getting goals from different guys which over the course of a tournament or a regular season is key you don't want to rely just on one person at this level of play you want to spread it around a little bit and so far so good on that end and you know phil is making the saves that he needs to and um you know we're we're rolling a little bit see if we can keep it going did i read that jones is a big guy uh he uh ian mcgrath is the big guy yep he's um uh brett is uh a good, strong, quick athlete uh, out of California, and he showed his burst of pace uh, to get him behind for that third goal. So, who um, who, who will you guys take on? It's between the the two and three seed, right? Yeah. So, at eight o'clock tonight, uh, Detroit and San Diego uh, will kick off against each other, and we'll play the winner of that game. So, should be a good one. Two different styles. San Diego has probably been the surprise of the tournament. Uh, you know, they have uh, a good possession-oriented team that wants to keep the ball and kind of wear you out a little bit. And, um, you know, Detroit is pretty, you know, solid defensively, don't make a lot of mistakes. And similar to us, they find goals from different guys. So it should be an intriguing matchup tonight. And whoever we get on Sunday, it'll it'll be a it'll be a war, that's for sure. And that is Sunday night, and tickets are available. CFC, TIX, is that still the best, Jeremy? Yep, abs- absolutely. Sunday night, 8 o'clock, uh, game will be broadcast, you know, around the world. Uh, TV production's been outstanding, and you want to come and be a part of that, you know, head on out to Finley, you know, uh, Sunday night at 8 o'clock, and, yeah, cfctix.com. Where, where can you stream that with television coverage? Yeah, so it's on uh, it's on the BN channel, so BN uh, Extra. It's uh, a free streaming channel through the BN Sports Network, and uh, the final will actually be on their prime, uh, their major network as well. So t- tell the listeners how big this tournament means for, for, for that level of soccer. It's, it's big. I mean, there's, you know, today we had scouts in from some USL championship clubs. There was uh, some scouts in from some MLS uh, clubs and then some agents coming in, too, to look at this, you know, kind of next crop of players and who's going to 
earn their way to, to future opportunities. So uh, there's been a lot of eyeballs on this thing, and it's um, it's been done really well. Got to give credit to our you know operation and uh, and sales staff. They've done a great job. The Finley staff done a great job. I mean, these are some long days. I mean, you mentioned today kicking off at 11, but uh, the teams have just absolutely loved Chattanooga, and um, I think the soccer world is, you know, taking notice of us again and taking notice of this league. It's always good to get that feedback from other clubs, especially from a really all the way around the country. I mean, you're talking about yeah, everywhere. Yeah, for sure. And um, I think the biggest thing is this is a great recruiting tool. Uh, I probably shouldn't say that out loud, and I guess it is. <laughs> Erase that from the record. These, <laughs> all, I'm not tampering. There's no tampering. Right. Um, but all these clubs, are they're just loving Chattanooga, right? I mean, the fact that you can, you know, walk from the hotel down to the stadium and uh, just how open and thankful everybody is for the for these, you know, clubs coming in here and the stadium, the setup, and the crowds have been great. So I think it, it it's going to put us in a – in a good light when we're looking at uh, at some free agents, you know, here at the end of the season. You're talking about uh, recruiting, and it, it's interesting because my first thought was, oh, man, when you're talking about po- folks from MMLS or any kind of scout at a higher-level league, you're thinking about, oh, man, we, we won't want all of our guys to advance. You know, we want to still be good. But I guess that's also a recruiting tool, too, to say, hey, look, guys, not only is it fun to play soccer in Chattanooga, but all eyes are on this. And if you're good enough to go to the next level, they're going to find you. Yep, absolutely, and uh, it is it is uh, something that this club has done, right? They've always been able to push players on, and now we're pushing them on to even higher levels at that pro level. And I think, you know, there's a, a group of, of players that come here specifically not only for that opportunity, but also because they know if they can prove themselves in front of big crowds, that's something else that's going to give them an advantage when you're getting looked at from, you know, other, other leagues and other clubs. And, you know, I think that's definitely – uh, a bonus for us is that if you can perform here in front of the Chattahooligans, in front of what I consider a really good, smart, you know, into enthusiastic, you know, soccer crowd, you you can do it. Then at the next levels, where obviously there's even more people watching you, so it's it's a good proving ground. I know it's been great for you guys, and uh, it's also been good for the city of Chattanooga because I've seen I've seen uh, some of the teams out and about. Actually, uh, my daughter asked me, she says, is that a basketball team? I was like, well, I don't see any six, seven guys, you know, running around, but yeah, you can usually tell by the, by the quads and hammies, you know, those guys, those are soccer players right there. Yeah. You know? uh, so it was, it was good to see them out and, uh, you know, enjoying our city. So uh, like you said, uh, we won't use that word, but, uh, a very good thing for, uh, for you guys in Chattanooga. Yep. No, it's been good. And they've enjoyed it. And I think the hospitality and, you know, just how, uh, you know, the ability, like I said, to, you know, we saw guys jumping on the bike Chattanooga, you know, the rental bikes, you know, checking out the, you know, the North Shore and going on the bridge. And they, they just loved it. And, um, you know, we just couldn't be happier with the way this event has turned out for everybody. Oh, I thought you meant pints and pedals. <laughs> That's, uh, there may have been a few on pints and pedals, too. I wouldn't put it past them. These are soccer players. They're, they're known to enjoy a good pint every now and then. Exactly, right? I mean, that just comes with it. Again, you can get tickets for the uh, game on Sunday, and that is uh, April 25th, and it is, of course, 8 o'clock at Finley Stadium. Uh, what, what does the ticket cost to this tournament? Yeah, um, get that thing in advance. Don't wait till the day of because the prices creep up a little bit, but you can get a ticket for $13 um, for an adult and $7 for a youth. You know, get those ahead of time and you know, we're just looking forward to to getting another good crowd out here and it's just been it's been great. Uh, you know, it's just amazing that this town shows up when there's something on the line and you know, Sunday night there's something on the line for us. It's our chance to win our first trophy uh, as a pro club and it's a, it's a chance to earn a spot in the playoffs. So, 
you know, just a long history of Chattanooga showing up for their teams when there's something really big to play for, and we're looking forward to counting on that again on Sunday. And weather uh, looks fantastic for Sunday. So it is an automatic bid into the, the tournament, uh, the playoff tournament? Into the playoff, yep. So if we, if we win this, we still have to play the regular season, and uh, but it takes a little bit of the pressure off because then this the winner of this tournament earns that spot into the uh, playoffs up in Detroit at the end of June, 1st of July. So you know, if you win this, you kind of take a different approach to that, that regular season. You know, you're going to... You want to be sharp, and but you can start looking forward to health and managing injuries because it's not easy to you know fly out to California for a game and then the next week you're you know home and then you're you know back up to California or up to Michigan. So it, the travel is tough. So if you can get it get that playoff bid wrapped up now, you know that's not a that's not a bad way uh, to go into the regular season. No, but, give you a little insurance in your pocket. You know? Yeah, exactly, exactly, and we all. We all know how important that can be at times. We're talking with Jeremy Allenbaugh. He is the managing director of Chattanooga FC. Of course, their big match for the championship of the tournament on Sunday at 8 o'clock at Finley Stadium. I, I, and I kind of should have warned you about this question, but what did you think about that whole Super League thing that lasted, what, 54 hours? I mean, that was just mind-boggling to me. But you, It was too super. You're, yeah, I guess so. <laughs> you're, you're the soccer guy. I mean, what did, what, did, what did the folks in the soccer circles, was it just a big... Uh, a, a big uh, embarrassment for all those big clubs. Yeah, I mean, and as a Liverpool supporter, it was an embarrassment. I think for for Liverpool, even just to to be a part of it. I don't know what what the agenda was. I mean, look, I think we all know the agenda, right? You know, clubs are trying to protect themselves and mm-hmm. you know put themselves in a financial position. But that that's not that's not how this sport operates around the world. And uh, it's a little disappointing that uh, that they got carried away. Now. Who knows? Maybe this was leverage for future opportunities within the Champions League, or you know, future. Maybe they get treated differently with TV contracts. With I don't know what their agenda was. I don't. It was too foolish the way they came out for that truly to be their agenda. But sillier things have happened, and I'm just happy that it's kind of you know dead and pushed aside for now, and we can keep making the sport what it is. And that's you know a, a sport where everybody gets a chance, and regardless if you're. A little kid for the first time jumping out and playing because it's such an easy sport to pick up. You know, you just need a ball and a little bit of space. You don't need a lot of equipment. And then as you get into the pro, you know, in most countries, not in ours, unfortunately, but most countries, you get a chance as a club to, you know, earn your way up and, and to do some things. We've seen great examples of it. And I know we've talked about it. It's like the NCAA basketball tournament, right? That mid-major gets a chance to go play Duke or UNC or, you know, whoever. And uh, that's what's so intriguing about our sport. So I'm kind of happy it didn't work and Hopefully, uh, smarter minds prevail here in the future as well. Saw that you know, some English uh, protesters that had signs that were saying, "You know, the, this isn't your club; this is our club." And I know that's the way you all feel at Chattanooga FC, where it was a grassroots effort by the entire hooligans and everybody that bought in and bought a piece of the team and all that. Uh, so I, I just, I don't know. I just thought, man, you're just totally turning your back on your fan base, which is a big part of where you've got to be if you're one of those big European clubs. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, it is, it truly is. We're all just caretakers. You know, we're caretakers of clubs, and it's not ours. This is not mine. This is not you know Tim Kelly's. This is not Sheldon Grizzles. This is this is a lot of people's club. You know, and that's how it is in Europe too. And you know, there's times where clubs need help, right? And we're getting some great help from our partners at Wolfsburg. And you know, sometimes ownership changes happen, but at the end of the day, it's still the club of that. Uh, you know, that guy that's been going to games, you know, with his grandpa since he was younger and, um, or somebody that owns a piece of it. And I think that's how, that's what makes the sport different. I'm not saying better. 
that's what makes it different around the world and starting to make it different here in the U.S. And um, we could have a really neat storyline on Sunday night if Detroit City finds their way into the final because you'd have two uh, U.S. clubs that are primarily owned by their fans uh, in a championship of a really important tournament. That would be a pretty neat storyline, especially after what we just witnessed here this past week over in Europe. Yeah, and you guys have had... Uh, a history with uh, with that club too, you know, uh, with some uh, I believe some joint efforts. So that that would be be cool to see. Um, one one more thing on the the Super League. Uh, do you, who was the the mastermind behind that, or was it like a, a collective group of people, not just one person? And have they been taken out behind the barn and shot at this <laughs> point? <in time? laughs> well, it depends who you believe, right? I think a lot of eyes are and fingers are getting pointed at a couple of the Spanish clubs. I think a lot of the clubs with American owners are getting blamed. Uh, I don't know if there was any one mastermind or master fool, I guess, that tried to put see, it together. Yeah. But, you know, I, there's a couple people that are getting some fingers pointed at them. And, and honestly, it's led to some resignations and some changes, and it's been an interesting week. And the guy that owns the Red Sox, uh, he owns, um, what team does he own? Liverpool. Yes. Liverpool, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. so he's, he's kind of catching some heat. I, I do know that, so... I don't know. It's been it's been fun to watch. I mean, very interesting. It kind of, mm-hmm. and I thought Jeremy and I said this on the air um, earlier in the week. It feels like what we've been talking about in college football with the Power Five, you know, conferences deciding to come together and break out on their own and try to be this monster super conference, which we all kind of expect to happen. Uh, but I don't think it's going to happen like that one did. Yeah, I think you know it, it'll be interesting to see if the, how does this change, you know. People's viewpoint of sports in the U.S., right? I mean, obviously, we all know stories of where teams have moved. I was in St. Louis when the Rams went back to L.A. And, you know, it's going to be interesting because I do think the power of the fan uh, in Europe is so rabid and so influential that it just really put that thing, you know, to bed, so to speak. And will that ever happen in the U.S.? I mean, there's, you know, Columbus saved their MLS team a couple years ago and then they find new owners, but. When that guy picked up and went for greener pastures in Austin, Texas, and, you know, Columbus saved it. So there's been some examples, but, yeah, I think, you know, you look at college football and a lot of the – I don't even know who's in what conference anymore, to be honest. I couldn't tell you. Um, you know, but there's been so much movement w- with those that it's just – you wonder if this is going to change how people look at some things. You sure do. Well said, Jeremy. Uh, once again, if you want tickets for that championship game in the tournament on Sunday night at Finley Stadium, the 25th, that's an 8 o'clock kick, go to cfctix.com. That's cfctix.com. And uh, get some tickets and get out and support the boys in blue. Absolutely. And if everybody's worried about that late kickoff time, we'll get you an excuse to, to your to your boss on Monday morning. Don't worry about it. Okay. Excuses at the door. I like it, Jeremy. <laughs> exactly. Thank you so much, Thanks, brother. Thanks, you got Jeremy. it, man. Jeremy Allenbaum, right, he sure. is the managing director of Chattanooga FC. Very interesting perspective on the, the Super League.